Welcome to Adventures of a 20-something podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of navigating life in your 20s. This is a podcast for all the other self-discoverers, all the other people in the pursuit of purpose, all the other 20-somethings not sure what the heck they want to do with their life. So let's figure it out together with your host, a 23-year-old in a continual transition state of life herself, Ariana Sweetnich. Hey everyone, our special guest today is Naomi, one of my favorite German 20-somethings. We've got quite an episode for you as Naomi shares about her experience with plant medicine, life, and love. And now, here's Naomi. Okay, so hi everyone. I'm here with uh, my good friend Naomi. Hello! Um, Naomi, can you just introduce yourself to the listeners? Maybe tell them how old you are, where you live, what you do there. So um, I'm 24. I just turned 24 in October and I live currently in Berlin. Um, I just finished my bachelor degree in motion graphics in London. So I lived the past three years there, but now I'm back in Berlin for like about half a year now already actually awesome. and yeah and we are here in Bali now <laughs> um, doing the yoga teacher training and um, yeah awesome and so you're originally from Berlin yeah I was born in Berlin so I'm German mm-hmm. and I'm also uh, American mm. so I'm from well I'm well originally originally from South America actually uh, British Guyana Wow. but I have the American passport because my father um, is in America and like he is African-American ah. it's a bit complicated but yeah and then, and then my mom is Finnish and German. Wow, so, so you're this quite is the why, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the club. I'm yeah. also a mix. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> you're mixed mutts. <laughs> yeah, what is your mix again? Um, I'm half Croatian and uh-huh. half Peruvian. Ooh. So both of my parents came from my mom from Peru, my dad from Croatia Ooh. when they were in their like uh, mid twenties. They came to California. Oh, and met there, and then made me. <laughs> My, my parents also met in California, oh, in LA. It's a, it's a lovely place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Romantic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the story of my parents meeting is really cute. Um, my mom was working as a waitress in a restaurant. And stop. My father was working. No. <laughs> yeah, and my mom came. Yeah, my dad came on a date uh, with another on woman. On a date? Oh, okay. Had That's my funny. mom as his waitress. And then liked her so much, he applied for a job there the next day. (laughs) What? I just gave me goosebumps. That's so cute. Yeah, how about your dad? My father asked my mom out. Yeah, he was the waiter. And then my mom came in with a friend. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then that happened. Restaurant, man. That's so funny. Romantic. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Okay, awesome. So enough about your parents. I want to learn more about you. (laughs) But I'm sure they're wonderful people, too. (laughs) So how do you like living in Berlin? Compared to living in London for the last three years. So Berlin is a great place if you're like really into also like spirituality and stuff like this because there's a lot of yoga and there's a lot of people conscious like living consciously about for example how they eat. There's a lot of cheaper like um, there's it's there's a easy way to get for example organic food. Um, there's a lot of organic food stores and then there's a lot of yoga meditation and there's it's very. Um, multicultural as well especially now Um, I haven't actually lived there for seven years but now moving back I can see how different it has become and how much more like different nationalities there are now um, and how many more young people and all these things and then London is like this huge metropolitan city it's all about 
it's way more about business and the industry, like the entertainment industry. It's even more multicultural. Oh my God, London is like, it's literally the world in a, in, in one city. Melting pot. Exactly. Yeah. So like it's, they're very different, um, but then also quite the same. Um, it really depends what kind of person you are. I don't know like what, like for me, London was really good because I could do the modeling, I could do all these industry things. Mm. But then after a while, you know, it kind of drives you crazy also to be there because it's such a big city and everyone's rushing around. Mm. Everyone's just super busy, you know, you don't see people necessarily always except if you work with them or you live with them. Mm. Um, Wait, I didn't know that you did modeling. So actress mm. and model. Yeah, modeling just kind of on the side though, because okay. I'm not like the typical model, obviously. Mm -hmm. I'm a very specific type. And in London, my type is very good because I can do, for example, urban streetwear kind mm -hmm. of things. Um, and yeah, the mixed race look, I guess, is mm. there, you know, is mm -hmm. like they see it as predominant. Like, exactly. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. How did you get into that? Basically, my uni where I was in, they have a huge fashion section. Mm -hmm. And that's how people just came to me and were like, hey, could you model for us? And I was oh. like, yeah, sure. Why not? And I am pretty good at it, actually. So nice. I had a lot of fun doing it, but I didn't necessarily get paid every time. But I got a lot of image like pictures. Mm -hmm. And so through that, I got even more, I guess, people wanting to work with me because I had something to show. You built up your portfolio. Exactly. That's so cool. So it kind of came to you. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that when things were meant to do just fall into our laps yeah. rather than like us seeking them out you know you're really meant to do that thing yeah exactly except that it's quite shallow like yes it is it isn't really fulfilling necessarily I was good at it and that's why it was fun but like the people I was surrounded with weren't really the my tribe kind mm -hmm. of I felt quite lonely and misunderstood and mm -hmm. I saw that people tried to get something out of me because they saw me as this girl uh. but then deep down I wasn't that girl I just looked like that girl but mm -hmm. I wasn't that so there was a, always a lot of misunderstanding and I yeah I, I don't know it wasn't they would ideal take you for your external image exactly rather than really getting to know the internal exactly Naomi. yes and then as soon as they kind of got to know my internal Naomi I guess more that's when all of a sudden it became a bit awkward because mm. I would talk about other things or I would act very differently than most girls who well not most girls but let's say just the girls in that industry because sure. yeah it comes with a certain type of the way you present yourself the way you act because mm -hmm. it's the industry you know yeah and you have a very deep rich inner world right exactly very emotional yes. person yeah in very deep yeah exactly spirituality. and I can't like especially now after that experience I can't I don't waste time on like unnecessarily conversations who don't fulfill me like yeah yes. why would you yeah that's awesome. Got to find the deep yeah, beauty in life. I guess so. And since when have you kind of felt that shift? Because you're 24 now. Mm. Have you always felt that growing up? Or has it changed in your 20s? Yeah, well, I've always felt it. Mm -hmm. I always like... And this is such a weird topic because I always felt like I tried to um, fit in. Mm -hmm. And I my whole life I've had always with that topic I've had like my difficulties mm -hmm. and not and I, I think it's because of different things it's because of how I look it's because of how my looks relate to how I act mm -hmm. because people you know sometimes when you look at a beautiful girl you expect her to be this beautiful girl you know who's like so graceful yeah but what if all of a sudden she turns into this like she's quite masculine mm -hmm. or she talks like blah 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 from the hood or <laughs> all of a sudden you're kind of like wait what yes. wait, what right mm -hmm. 
so I think I had with that sometimes but um but yeah so yeah I think wait what was your question again <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> I wanted to like completely elaborate everything yeah no worries um have you always had this deep inner spirituality or has that developed right form? yeah so it was always there right um even from little on um um, and yeah, for sure, but then I didn't know what that was. Have you found that it's become easier to be more yourself now that you're a little bit older? For sure. I still have sometimes troubles, but yes, definitely. I think the biggest change in my life happened, no, I've always had so much change, but I think one of the biggest, most dramatic changes in like how I am and stuff happened in my early 20s. Yeah, mm -hmm. from 20 to 23, that was very, very intense growing up stuff to do yeah what did you find was maybe the most intense experience that changed you probably heartbreak heartbreak yes mm. whoa like my first time being completely hard shattered and just like thinking that there's no point in life anymore after losing that one person like mm. whoa i've never been so like my ego was shattered mm -hmm. and everything my the feeling of com comfort and feeling like you're protected and feeling like you're on the right path, path and just being taken away that completely and just naked alone yeah. all of a sudden from you're one day to the other. Yeah. yeah. And then just finding your way from there all of a sudden yeah. without anyone really knowing how to help you yeah. except yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you have to really develop a good relationship with yourself yeah. because I know that sometimes if you're so used to being in a relationship, sometimes it's so uncomfortable to mm. be by yourself. And then you jump just from relationship to relationship because exactly. you haven't really figured out what you need as an individual. Yeah, for sure. And like, even though I've had way more dramatic things happen to me, I think because of how much I told that person, how much I opened up my heart and how much I let them in into my life and then them kind of just disappearing from one day to the other, mm -hmm. I think that's what made it just like the, when you asked me the most dramatic thing, like that's the first thing that comes to my mind because it was so, it was the recent most, yeah. It, t it gives you like a complete, you have to do like a complete 180. Exactly. Like, look at life in such different terms. Yeah, like from scrap, exactly, like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but because of this, it was also the best thing that could have happened to me because I grew so much. Mm. I had to strengthen myself, I had to pick myself up, tell myself, no, mm -hmm. this is not gonna bring us down. We're gonna, we're gonna grow from here. Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah, that's how you become stronger. Yeah. Pain. I, th I found that as well, like I did so much growing after mm. breaking up with people and seriously, you really you start to figure out who you are as an individual and what exactly. it takes, what you really want from life and yeah. all that. So yeah, it's just awesome transformation time. Seriously. Yeah. When you hurt the most, that's when you're growing also the most. Yes. You're strengthening yourself. Exactly. The hurt is actually your friend. Yes. But in that moment, you obviously don't see it necessarily, but after you definitely see that. Yeah, definitely. So um, one question that I wanted to ask mm. you because I don't have any experience with it myself mm. is plant medicine. I know we had some conversations about it before. Yeah. And could you just tell me like how it came into your life mm. and what you thought about the experience? Yeah. So basically moving on from that breakup thing, basically what happened is that I was very depressed um, and even to a point where I didn't want to live anymore and, and stuff like this because there was other things going on and everything just felt like I just wanted to leave this place. Mm -hmm. And then I found meditation. I've always like been into that stuff, but I didn't really practice it. So then now I started practicing it because I needed it. I started practicing yoga, meditation and, and then uh, 
talking, thinking philosophy and about life. And this truly saved my life. Like these three things saved my life and completely changed my life. And when I got more into these practices, I started hearing and, and stumbling upon more about the topic of um, plant medicine. Mm -hmm. And I've anyway done psychedelics. I've done drugs my whole life, like my whole life. Mm -hmm. Well, I've done a lot of drugs and I've also done psychedelics and stuff like this. And, um, but I've always had the control until I didn't have the control and then I gained control again. Mm -hmm. So basically sometimes I hit a wall and then, you know, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. But, um, so yeah, I want, I was really curious about it. I've done uh, LSD before and it gave me so much and so much insight into everything. So the plant medicine thing was for me like, yes, I'm totally going to do it. Like I need this shit. I need this shit. I was like, I want this shit. <laughs> but then like getting there was kind of like, uh, how, where, how, mm, mm, mm. But then my mom had a sabbatical year. She's a teacher. So she had one year off and everyone was like, you should go to India because you should also pursue more of the spiritual life, yoga, deep. So she went there, did the yoga teacher training as well. Oh, nice. And she, yeah, and she has been her whole life really depressed. So this woman told her, why don't you do plant medicine? It's going to help you. Mm -hmm. And then my mom, and they say that if you want to do ayahuasca or if you're the right candidate or whatever, it will come to you, mm -hmm. right? So it came to me mm -hmm. through my mom, actually. My mom then t came to me and was like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. I know you've talked about this. Let's do it together. And I'm like, perfect. So we did it together. Um, wow, what an interesting thing to share. Yeah, wow. I know, it was weird. Did it bring you guys closer together? <laughs> For sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. But then again, you know what, like, I mean, the whole plant medicine thing is great and all, you know. It can really give you so much. And it's not, some people I think confuse it just with healing. I think it's just getting information. You're mm -hmm. getting information, now you can do with the information what you want. It doesn't mean that you're going to heal, you know. Right, right. So... But before that, I didn't know this. Like, I was like, oh, healing, healing, you know, uh -huh. how everyone thinks. And then I started getting into it. Um, I mean, we had the ceremonies and stuff, and I was trusting. I was completely trusting. I had two ceremonies in a row. We did it in Frome and um, uh, in the U UK. Mm -hmm. And the first ceremony was amazing. Like, I, I cried, purging, purging, did a lot of crying. Then, like, uh, the plan just gave me love you know all the love that I didn't receive in certain moments that I maybe I would have needed it that was really healing like I could feel how I was just like healing and just purging all this nonsense out of my body that I was cluttered with in like different joints and whatever mm -hmm. but then the second ooh, the second ceremony man like that was it was just completely different like and I talked to Sebastian actually about it our mm -hmm. yoga teacher talk to him about it because he's done um, plant medicine. I asked him what happened to me, what yeah. happened? Cause this is not normal. And he was like, yeah, it's not normal. So basically what happened is that we did the plant medicine. It started coming, you know, people start crying and start purging and whatever. And I was good in the beginning, but basically what happened is the shamans told me later is that I basically, I wasn't in my body. Like I was, my face was down onto the mattress and they had to lift me up because they were scared that I was going to basically suffocate. Mm. And they um, had to bring me outside. And when I was outside, there's obviously concrete and everything outside. So I was starting, I, I started to just like do crazy movements and hurting myself because I was like getting rid of some en energy apparently, which I felt for sure. But in my, where I was, I was like, I was dying. I was dying inside. And yeah, plant medicine is actually about dying. It's about dying and you, it's, 
it's hard to explain in words because what you experience you can't put into words like and that's where you realize that we're so restricted in this human 3d dimensional world where we experience life um, but basically yeah I was gone I was basically what I saw is that I'm what I experienced I was traveling around dimensions I was talking to entities I forgot completely that I'm Naomi wow. I forgot that I, I was this girl I forgot which reality was mine mm. um, sometimes I got little glimpses into this reality before I was pulled back somewhere else and that's when I heard for example my mother's voice and she was like Naomi come back mm. and I couldn't say to her mom I'm here I'm here mm. it was weird but it wasn't like pleasant mm. and I asked Sebastian about it and it's actually not normal what happened yeah it sounds quite scary yeah and it felt like a psychosis actually mm -hmm. and I was in between I, I, I got stuck in between realities and it felt like it in that moment because I was aware of what was happening to me and I was like I don't know where I was coming from I don't know which reality is mine anymore who am I even like I was just consciousness and I got stuck in between these realities and all of a sudden this, this thought came to me that this is how um, this is how schizophrenic people feel. Oh, interesting. They're in between dimensions constantly, and this is why they're doing this, and they're like spasms with their spasms. Body, yeah, because yeah, I was doing crazy spasms. My jaw was like locked. I was like, and my eyes were rolling back. I was like possessed, like, oh and they had to gosh. hold me down. The men had to hold me down because I was so strong, and I was just like <laughs> like this, but I didn't do any noises. Interesting. I was just quiet and just in this quiet suffering like it oh was really gosh. strange yeah but then it wasn't all bad I definitely gained so much from it like oh my god I see the reality that we are in completely different now after mm. something like that obviously if you yeah. travel through dimensions and talking to entities <laughs> like what the hell but um, but it could have been very dangerous and at one point my mom told me like whoa like is this how I'm gonna take my daughter home because oh it went on for like eight hours <sighs> I was trapped for hours in this like horrible oh state and I thought I had to die like in my mind I wanted to die at one point and then I died and that's when the trip all of a sudden became better I, I died you were, you surrendered yeah I surrendered exactly go. yeah and that's when it, everything changed all of a sudden and then yeah I wow. even I even saw myself old I was mm. old and I was like wrapped in this white blanket next to this river and and then I woke up from there and all of a sudden oh everyone was in front of me and they were like, oh my God, she's back. <sighs> everyone, like it was insane. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why it went so wrong? Yeah, I think first of all, I don't know. I don't think the shamans were good. Mm. Um, what I told Sebastian, he's like, the shamans are not supposed to be like that. Like, mm. I don't know what kind of shamans you had, um, even though I trusted them, but apparently mm. they were not as experienced. And then... Another thing is that something with the brew that I drank, mm. there was something weird off. there, off, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but, yeah. okay, so it was, the first ceremony was good, the second yeah. one was very scary. So, yeah. overall, what would you take from the experience? That it's not a joke. Mm. It's not a joke. People who are like, oh, I want the quick answer, ooh, be careful what you do with your brain. Yeah. Be careful with what you do. And I have so much more respect now for any any hallucinogens mm -hmm. like not a joke yeah. yeah no 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 I don't even smoke weed or anything because it brings me back to kind of to that like because mm. it's a psychedelic at the end right. of the day but yeah yeah it's not a joke if you truly feel called for it then do it then definitely do it mm. you're gonna be okay but before you do it meditate do your practice eat well you know mm. 
yeah nourish your body exactly yeah yeah wow. that's so <laughs> powerful it is it is um so yeah. now how do you walk differently through the world you said you see everything Ooh. differently yeah I yeah it's like little things you know like even just when I look at I see patterns I just mm. see patterns like way too much now and sometimes it makes me feel like I'm aware of how trapped we are or it makes me aware of how beautiful this 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 existence is because everything is one mm. so it's like it's weird because it's always both right it's always good and bad there's always anything that you anything that exists there's always good and bad to it or whatever you know always yes to, and no yeah to every reaction there's an equal exactly. and opposite reaction otherwise it wouldn't exist yeah exactly exactly so even if i just look at certain things i see the pattern from water for mm, for example if i look at look at a tree mm -hmm. and then i look at the human body i see the connection between them because mm -hmm. a tree has a trunk mm -hmm. and it goes into smaller branches and then the leaves come right mm -hmm. so it's the big mm -hmm. and then it goes into small 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 right mm -hmm. yeah and human body we're a trunk yep. and then we go into smaller branches our arms first our legs and, and then look our toes boom, oh, boom. yeah so everything we're everything is just i see yeah it's the patterns that i see everywhere and it sometimes can be a bit it's it's psychedelic like it's weird you know yeah it sounds like it might be overwhelming sometimes exactly mm. Mm, and also the push and pull everything is a push and pull mm. everything is yes and no circle circles like mm. everything it doesn't matter what it's even this this conversation you say something i say something it's a, it's constant doing push and pull yeah. push so and this you can put to anything. So yeah, I think that will completely it changed my perception. Like I feel sometimes not like I, I had a phase where I didn't identify with my body because I felt like pure consciousness, which yeah. is a very, I guess, arrogant thing to say, actually, because I'm not um, a superhuman or anything. It, it, these are like temporary glimpses of um, how I experience sometimes uh, this reality mm -hmm. through my eyes. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm always like, oh, I'm just conscious. No, 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 no. But this um, that that I have this vehicle, this girl that I got, but it truly isn't me. Mm. It isn't me. Interesting. Yeah. It sounds like you uh, always have a lot of like thoughts and emotions running through your head constantly. Yeah, for How sure. How do you deal with that? Do you find that like talking is helpful, writing? Yeah, writing, writing, writing yes. Journaling, amazing. Meditation, everything. I need to quiet my mind because I'm over, yes, over stimulated mind and um, exercise mm. and talking to people I need a lot of talking to people constantly expressing myself to people just to stay sane yeah <laughs> connecting connecting exactly yeah. not feeling alone with these thoughts yeah totally. I think that's my kryptonite sometimes feeling like I'm alone with these thoughts even though mm. I'm not you know mm -hmm. just need to open myself up and be okay with people maybe not understanding at all what I'm saying and thinking that I'm probably really cuckoo no absolutely. <laughs> I mean that's the thing, like, I haven't done plant medicine, but mm. I've experienced what you're talking about in different yes, ways. Yes, yes. And you don't have to do plant medicine. That's mm -hmm. the beautiful thing. Yeah. Through meditation, through yoga, through different, just being so alive and aware mm. of your body and your surroundings. That's why I think it was such a kind of wake-up call for me when mm. I stopped drinking. Yeah. Because I haven't drank in knock on wood for almost two years yeah <laughs> um now you're good and i just 
I was constantly numbing myself. Mm. Um, maybe because I w- it, it was all too much for me to handle as mm. well. But now I've gained tools and learned more about how these things can be an asset rather than yes. an overwhelming um, for sure wave of emotion. And yeah, it is, I, f- it I, is feel, an asset. I feel very deeply. Mm. And I think... that I was trying to numb those feelings down because the emotions were too hard to deal with. But now I'm trying to appreciate and welcome the emotions and that's just been so much more beneficial and healing for myself when you don't resist the emotions, when you just allow them to come and you notice them and you're like, okay, I'm feeling really sad right now. Welcome sadness, like I'm here. It's gonna be okay. Exactly, what do you need sadness? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you knocking on my door? Yeah, like, I love the movie. Um, have you seen the movie Inside Out? Yeah, I have. Uh, it's, it's such a good movie. Yeah. Very, very... They Aww. put good images uh, out there for people to understand their emotions. Because yeah. I think we've really developed, like, very highly intellectually in dif- on different topics, but um, we don't have an overall understanding of what it means to be, like, emotionally healthy and yeah. taking care of our emotional health. Mm. Um it's a very important topic and yeah everyone needs to have the tools to be able to seriously this is what they should teach in school mm-hmm. these basic little it's not even little basic things how to handle my emotions mm-hmm. or how to be emotionally intelligent or yeah. something yeah just yeah what are emotions yes what <laughs> are emotions why do they come yeah because yeah. there are yeah exactly yeah because there are signs like they're saying something to us it's not meaningless Absolutely. it's not a jerk they're there for it's a not reason. an obstacle exactly mm-hmm. yeah they're there to facilitate a lot of the yeah time. so cool seriously so well awesome thank <laughs> you so much for thank you um giving me the chance to get to yeah um, no worries look a little bit deeper into your life and your experience yeah thanks for asking thanks for having the year to listen yeah all right thank you so much thank you (laughs) thank you so much to naomi for sharing with us her fearlessness shows that there is great strength and vulnerability And thank you to all the listeners for joining us on another adventure of a Tony something. If you liked this episode, you can rate it and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you're using. Keep listening in for more fun with some 20 somethings to come. Thank you.